Welcome to the Ellie and Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie and Bex, 91.9 CFM. Welcome to the podcast. Good to have you with us. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts over the last week or so because I've been sick. You sound like my in-laws. <laughs> there was one about the war. Um, yeah. no, there's some good ones out there. Crackers. Um, I listen every night. Do you? Yeah. Because I just listen to this one usually, but they're yeah. on holidays at the moment, so I'm really branching which one, out. Which one is you're It's another radio show. Oh, so the Jason PJ one? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Jason good. Lauren now. Was, good. Sorry. But don't, don't plug other bloody podcasts in our podcast. If you want a better podcast than this, Jason Lauren. <laughs> no, they're on holidays though, so sucker. You have to listen so you to us. Go back through the older ones; they're still better than this. <laughs> okay, on this one though, what do we got? Uh, you've thrown out your rundown, so you don't even. No, know, do you? Oh, well, fine, fine, fine. Step back, okay. The flying car is here, and mm-hmm. I put Ellie in charge of rules and regulations. Also, I think this is a highlight. We find out what non-traditional body part you find sexy. Yeah, that was a bit of fun. And also, I'm so surprised that people had such an array of answers for it. So uh, enjoy the podcast, and we'll speak to you soon. And don't listen to any other podcasts except for ours. Please, bye. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Hey, you know what else is scary? The fact that the first fully electric flying car... Mm has been approved to start testing on the road and in the air. That's awesome. Um, uh, what, people, what, what people need to know is that you have an irrational and quite strong fear of anything that's robotic. I do. I do. So, this for example, does... when I tried to pu- show you that my new car, because I didn't know this at the time, I, I'd got a new car and a lot of new cars nowadays have self-park. Mm. And I've gone, watch this, it can park itself and the wheel started turning by itself and whatever. You nearly jumped out of the car. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, but the thing mm. about this is it's not robotic. You have mm. to drive it. Yeah. So this, I actually feel better about this. Can you imagine me? You, oh, God, with a flying car. Oh, God. God, I get scared getting in a normal car with you, mate. <laughs> Bloody Vin Diesel over there. This scares me a little bit, though, yeah. because uh-huh. how, like, there's no laws around it, right? Well, if it's on the road, like, there's plenty of laws. Yeah, and but then if it's in the air. If it's in the air, right? There's other laws, surely. Is, is there? Civil aviation. But there's nothing on, you know, the extensive research I've done into this. Okay. Slash. Just read one article. Googled it. Googled <laughs> but, it. But, like, are you going to have stop signs in the air and stuff, you know? That's... Like floating traffic lights. Where does this end? If the cars are up there, surely the traffic <laughs> okay, lights can be okay, up there okay, as well. Okay, I want you. Are there roads in the air? All right, just one second. I want... I've just appointed you the head of uh, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, okay? Oh God, and I want you, you to explain to people. <laughs> I want you to explain to people what it's going to be like up there. And go. Okay, hello everybody. Apparently, you know, I'm British. <laughs> with a dash of Swedish, you didn't need to change your accent. Just tell us what you're going to do. Okay. Uh, hi guys. Uh, sorry, How uh, you folks. Going? Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, we have launched the. Uh, fly car 180, that's yep. what we're calling it. Uh-huh. And um, basically when you drive it, we're going to also be putting traffic lights in the clouds. Okay, but and so surely they're you understand you... that there are different levels of altitude, so how many traffic lights are we going to mm, need? Mm. Or are we going to only have people at a certain altitude if they've got the flying driving car, in which case they're probably definitely going hit, to hit each other head on? Okay, all right. Matt, what if? So if you're flying your car, ladies and gentlemen, okay. in the sky. What was its name again? Um, the Fly Car 180. Yeah, good job. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to just fly it on top of pre-existing roads. So the road network's there, but you just got to look down. So we'll make What the about the people coming the other car. way? They'll, 
also have to. So these the... th- these things that have to then land on the road and drive on the road are made of glass on the bottom. Yeah, because it's because that way yeah. you can see the roads. Can't see a problem with that. <laughs> Below you. And so you just treat it as if you're on the road and you look down. If you see okay. a traffic light there, then just stop. What about when I need to refuel? What happens there? Come back down to the ground. We're not going to have floating petrol stations, you I crazy mean, cat. Yeah, I mean, God, we'll have glass bottom death traps, but no floating petrol stations. That's just stupid. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9. The Parents are here, which means you're going to get a magic mic live in studio this week, which is pretty Love exciting. Uh, and we decided one afternoon to go for a walk along the Parigara Canal, mm, or channel, course. the channel, mm-hmm. um, and walking up, for those that know, towards sort of the Nicklin Way, uh, the bridge that goes across on Nicklin Way, mm-hmm. and then turn around to come back home. And I'm walking, and for those that don't know, I have cerebral palsy. I have it incredibly mildly. There are a lot of people that have it a lot worse than me. But what it does do is my left leg, particularly my left foot, is like a bit of a plank of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have a lot of control over it, to be honest. Walking, walking, walking. Magic's up ahead, pushing old mate in the pram, pushing my son in the pram. They're having a ball. I'm talking to my wife. Everything's great, whatever else. I trip. But I don't do one of those trip and falls that like, happens like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do one of those ones that takes about 25 minutes. You know, when yeah, you're like, the best oh, ones. oh, oh, oh. I like hit bits of the uh, the play equipment, trip on the grass a little, get myself back together, but the somehow from my hips thrust forward. Oh. And then I'm going towards my wife who can easily stop my fall onto the concrete slash gravel. Yeah. Not only does she step out of the way. Great. Allow me to face plant. Oh, full face plant. Yeah, I ate gravel. But. What did she do next, darling? <laughs> That's exactly what she did. Laughed like a freaking dolphin. Lisa, to be fair, I wasn't even there and his can description you, of you, it is can everyone, hang on, can everyone hear Flipper on the phone right now? This is what I was copying. <laughs> I, in, front of, in front of a member of the public as well, that I just waved to and said hello. My wife, my wife is there because my wife, of course, gave birth 16 months ago. And she's like, oh, we, oh, we, oh, we. <laughs> Honestly, the lady, the lady that was near us, she laughed before she said, you? She laughed before I hit the ground. And a magic, of course, he's 75 and he's got early stage dementia. So he was just off with the fairies. He's about 200 metres in front of us. I'm eating dirt. My wife is literally paying herself. Lise, can you Tell describe you the fall to us? What it looked like to you? <laughs> It was like he'd had 25 years and someone had turned him round and round and round and then said, go, pin the tail on the donkey. That's exactly And how much did I miss the donkey by? I missed the donkey, I'll tell you what. Anyhow, darling, we've since mended fences. It was quite embarrassing. My ego was bruised. My left leg, seriously, though, Chani, you imagine just dragging along a plank of wood with you. Any chance to trip up? Mate, I do it in this show every day. That plank of wood's you. Get it? Hey, hey, Lise gets it. Thanks for laughing, Lise. You're a termite. If I'm a plank of wood, you're a termite. Um, Yeah, anyhow, it's not not easy. And when your wife laughs at you, it's not fun. But since I tell people that story, everyone's got a story about how when someone injured themselves Mm. and instead of helping, all they could do was laugh. Yeah, yeah. We're all bad people at heart, let's face it. Um, We want to hear those stories right now. Thank you, darling. You can go back to laughing at me. I will. I'll keep going. It's just so good. <laughs> good on your lease. Don't wee yourself. Five four five double one nine one nine. When someone hurt themselves and, and all you could do was laugh. Or have you been like me and been the person who's in pain and everyone's yes. just laughing at you? <laughs> Rusty, hello. 
How we doing, guys? Good, bye. Um, going right now. Were you the one laughed at or did you have a giggle? No, okay. So I'm going a bit different. I should have been laughed at, okay? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... Um, sorry, nearly took off the car. Um, so, yeah, not last Christmas, but Christmas before, I was putting up Christmas lights at my home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, sorry, I'm just navigating. Um, okay. and Be careful. to those situations, you've got to laugh. <laughs> I was expecting him to fully burst out laughing, you know, painting out everything. But no, he was like, no, well, you, you know, know right? like, You know where I reckon it comes from, Rusty? Because, like, I've got a toddler, as I keep saying. I hope I'm not boring anyone with that, but uh, apart from Ellie. Um, but when he, like, he's trying to walk at the moment, so when he inevitably face plants 4,800 times a day and he looks <laughs> up and he looks to you for a visual cue as to whether or not he should be sad or not, right? Mm. If you start going, yay, or <laughs> he'll just start laughing. Yeah. So I think, and then he's not injured. Maybe that's why we're all evil adults and we laugh at people That's where hurt. it comes from, I yeah. reckon. Magnolia's in Parisian. Which one were you? No, the one laughing. It was actually years ago and I was in the car with my partner at the time, well, still my partner, um, and his sister, and we were driving and saw this young fellow come down this hill on his bike and he was going so fast, and I turned to my now sister-in-law and said, oh, my gosh, imagine if he stacked it, because he was, like, crazy fast. Anyway, and he came across the road, and he literally stacked it on the other side of the road, and the only reason we were laughing is because I said that to him previously, and I just couldn't believe it, and the guy was like, he stacked it pretty hard, but he ended up getting back up, so we were in the back seat of his car. And was it an out and out cackle or was it just a little bit of like kind of the holding the mouth kind of, oh, yeah, God, did he you know? know you were laughing oh, at no, him? No, no. Oh, yeah, no. We, I don't know if he, no, I don't think he knew we were laughing at him because we were sort of driving slowly past because we were coming up to our destination. Oh, okay. We just creeping, just creeping the neighbourhood looking for someone oh, ready yeah, to go. I actually feel bad for him, but oh, my gosh, we could not stop laughing. It was so funny. It begs the question, it's Chaney, funny. over the course of history, mm. if it is indeed our natural bent, if you like, mm. to laugh when people are doing things like that. Mm. Occasionally people have been seriously injured and other people have laughed at them. A hundred bit. Look, we are not gone, condoning oh, it. Oh. No, I'm just saying that would have happened. Kids, if you're listening, uh, you know, your first yeah. reaction should always be to help the person yes. in need. But then after that, laugh. Laugh like Magnolia did to the poor guy on the bike. <laughs> Good on you, sister. Thanks for your call. Ellie and Bex. If people could see behind the scenes here in Plaza Parade, you've been running around like a mad hatter, um, grabbing a soda stream from home, various cups from our um, staff kitchen and like every staff kitchen we have no two cups the same and um, some balsamic vinegar for what you have put as the money-making scheme of the year. Yes, look, it's been brought to my attention. I am an avid fan 
of Coke Zero. You okay? are. We know that. We've known that about me for a very long time. Do you time. remember when I got you managed to convince you to stay in a particular job that you weren't exactly 100% on by descending <laughs> from the local Woolies about 17 litres of Coke Zero? Yes, I do remember that <laughs> because it's the way to my heart. Everyone I mean, knows Other that. people get gold Rolexes, trips around the world, <laughs> Eleanor Cheney, Coke Zero. Yep. Well, that's why when I found this homemade healthy Coke recipe, yes. it has piqued my interest. Oh, God. And so I've brought in the agreement. Ingredients. Uh, you mentioned them before. Balsamic oh. vinegar. Oh, God. And soda water. That's not a drink. That's a salad and dressing. Ice. That is an iced salad dressing. Well, look. What's next? Some olive oil <laughs> and a pinch of salt? We've put them together, right? And so we chuck in an avocado say, and some rocket? It looks exactly like Coca-Cola. It's the same colour, but so certain other things I wouldn't drink. Well, um, the time has come. And why have you bought Big Boss Rod in? Is he, well, is he trying it as well? Because he's naturally curious. Okay. In fact, right. I'd like him to try it. In, 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 Big in, Boss Rod, do you want to be the first the you, first taster? If, well, I'll put it this way, Rod, because uh, if I try first and then you try, I know you're particular about hygiene. I don't really mind. You can drink it first. And so there was no question of what, what scale, how much. Oh, no, I didn't do measurements. I just, just splash here. You should never there. work in explosives, Cheney. That Look, Coilerae's song is not very How does it smell? It smells like Boss. Balsamic vinegar. Inside of water. Inside of water. <laughs> All right. Okay. Come on, Rod. Uh, down the Have a Rodney. taste. First taste of homemade Coke Cola. Oh, he doesn't look like he hates it. He also. It's not. It's not appalling. It's not appalling. He's also said that about our show. He's definitely <laughs> said that about our show. Right? I have I'm a very gonna... low standard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I've just had a taste. It's not okay. appalling. Okay. It's certainly not appalling. Do you. Tip a little into my cup, right? I wouldn't more. say. I'll just drink from the other I'll side. Oh, yeah, we, we you this guys. Is like, this is like was it, is it Lady and the Tramp and the spaghetti <laughs> and they meet in the middle. Okay. Thanks. Have a, have a little sipple. I'm actually quite impressed with that. I mean, it's nothing like Coke. No. It's, we have to say no, that. No, no, no. It's not not like Coke. But you know what gets me is actually the aroma. If, yeah, you, if you breathe it, in you'd while have you... To, you'd have to put a peg on your peg, nose to actually peg. drink it. True, the aroma does change it up. But if we did have a peg on our nose and the smell was not included, right. oh, mate. Well, I would say we're onto something. And if the moon was... 100%. <laughs> this is another one of these vegan TikTokers going, and it tastes just like Coca-Cola without any of the nasties. No, it doesn't, you fruitcake. Have a steak. It does. What I'm concerned about is, you know how the Americans call soda... Cool soft drink yeah, soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I thought maybe it's actually not soda water and it's lemonade. Who knows? It's good, mate. <laughs> so I've got that to try. We can do that in the ads if, as well. If that comes out the other end, you're seeing your doctor. That's oh, what I'm gosh. saying. Oh, gosh. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 Normally, at this point in time, we'll go to the phones. We'll offer you some fantastic stuff, including these amazing tickets to uh, the Coastline BMW Polo by the Sea, which mm-hmm. is happening this weekend. Um, we would, you know, pull it out of the news or it's something that's happening. No, nah, it's just something that happened in the office. Um, so, Chaney, you – and I, I think it's because of your gender more than anything. Oh, God, here we go. No, that Tread you – Tread carefully. Get, I've got this. It's cool. <laughs> People seem to, and I'm part of this, comment on what you're wearing a hell of a lot. No one comments on what I'm wearing. Mm. I wear the same crap every day and no one cares. Mm. You walk in, if you've got something changed, like today you've got your little panda eyebrows. Oh, my eyebrows. Everyone will have a comment, good and bad. I have not had a conversation with someone today and I reckon I've spoken to maybe yeah. 30 people today yeah. in the office. Where at some stage your appearance hasn't come into it. Because <laughs> I got my eyebrows done. Might and when I you say, get your eyebrows done, they're darker than might usual. Might I say they've settled down a hell of a lot. They look great. I did go rub them in the bathroom for did a you? bit. <laughs> you did look a little surprised all the time before. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. Someone, when we were talking about appearances and whatever else, who shall remain nameless, mm. a bloke and a good mate of ours, a good fella, mm. 
and there's no harm in this, mm. pointed out that you've been wearing jeans with cutouts around the knee section, mm. right? Apparently they're out of fashion. I got told by another person oh, today. Okay. As if anyone in this entire <laughs> building is fashionable. Come on now. Think about it. Oh, there's a few fashionable Oh, yeah, the digital doing. department. That's about it. <laughs> okay? Anyhow, you've been walking around showing your knees off. Yeah. An old mate mm. has volunteered in a way that we know there was more truth to this than joke. Mm. But he finds a good knee sexy. And I, you know what? I'm not going to lie. It gave me a little pep in my step. I'm quite happy to have sexy knees. No one's ever in my entire life commented on my knees. It's a hinge for crying out loud. How can that be sexy? That was my first thought. Another couple of people said the same thing. But then I thought, no, 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 no. Everyone's got a non-traditional body part or feature Mm. that they look at. And, you know, if you're a a bloke or a woman who finds women attractive... Mm -hmm. If we take out the traditionals, boobs, legs, butt, mm-hmm. where are you looking? See, I'm going to open this up because I am a, a straight female, yeah. but there's a body part on a female that I find beautiful, you know? Like yes. I'll look at a girl and see her, this body part and be like, oh, that's her beautiful. personality. I I that. Well, that, obviously. But I love a good clavicle. Oh, yeah, I do like a clavicle. When you've got, like, my mum has the best clavicles. Plunging Don't neckline. Don't comment on my mum. No. Um, but she has such good clavicles. Like, What's it's a mean? nice Get kind it. of pronounced bone on the the, yep. ch- the upper chestal region. Can we never say pronounced bone and your mum <laughs> in the same sentence? Um, we want to know from you. 545-11919. What non-traditional body part do you find sexy? I'll throw one out there that I'm sure plenty of people are into. And, mm-hmm. yes, this is me putting myself out there. I like a pedicured foot. You do have a foot fetish, and I'm calling it that. No, not a foot fetish. I don't involve it in okay. anything. I just like when I look at someone well-kept down there, I go, how's, how's your father? Suddenly feeling very uncomfortable that I wore Birkenstocks today. Oh, uh, you know right. what you're doing over there. Five, four, five. <laughs> Double one, nine, one, nine. Give us a call. Keep yeah. it clean. <laughs> oh, wow. Someone's choking. I think she's looking at my clavicle, guys. My clavicle. You're right. She's like dying over there. Talking about non-traditional sexy body parts. <laughs> yeah. What is it about whatever sex you enjoy, gender you enjoy, um, what is that part that gets you going? That's not the traditional. So if you're into women, that's not the boobs and butt and legs. Mm. You know, that's the, if you're into blokes, it's not, you know. Yeah. I do love a good arm. Good upper arm, like a bicep and a tricep, and that kind of whole region does does it for me. Why are you slowing down and breathing heavily? Okay, <laughs> you just went into full blown sexy mode. Okay, I did you're not. At wo- you are at work. Okay, I might be a bloke, but there are still standards here. Oh, breathy McBreatherstein over there. Okay, I have a cold. Oh, Mil- All right. Mills and Boone Cheney. Breathing you is have tough. a cold. Coming down with a case of the horn dogs. Let's settle down, thank you. My boyfriend Dan does have. Wonderful. Oh, there we go. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's got me in tonight. All right, all right. Let's go to the phones then. Uh, Craig's in Kings Beach. Hi, Craig. No. Craig, tell us, uh, what's the non-traditional body part that you find a little bit sexy? Well, I hope I'm going to pronounce this correctly, but I think it's called the décolletage between the lady's neck and chest. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's where, like where me. Where is with, that exactly? It's is like it, it's effectively the, the, the clavicle. St- the sternum? Yeah. Or higher? <laughs> a, bit, a bit higher than the sternum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. right. It's okay. like kind of the, the, the chesty part of the neck, right? Is it, do you, like it, when, right, do you yeah. like it when it's paired up with a, just a dainty necklace or, a, <laughs> or do you prefer your décolletage oh, clean? 
No, absolutely. Yep. No, that's a good look for sure. <laughs> Do you know? And look, I'm only that, saying that because I bloody agree. Let's be honest. <laughs> when you started that sentence and you said, "I hope I'm going to pronounce this correctly," do you know what my mind instantly <laughs> went to? A noose. No. no. <laughs> The weenus. What? <laughs> what is that? The weenus is the bit of skin on the end of your elbow. Oh, how good are they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't say I've ever wanted to have a go at someone because they had a yeah, good one. Yeah, no one's finding a weenus attractive, surely. No, no. <laughs> if you do, then call us. I now. Mean, we'd love to hear. Sometimes, from you. I mean, he's he's having a bigger weenus advantageous. Okay, I'd like right. to. I'd like to know. Hey, Craig, we're going to send you to Coastline BMW Polo by the Sea. You can still get tickets online, but you don't need to, big dog. You're going. Awesome. Thank you very much. No Absolute worries, Craig. There'll be a pleasure. lot of good decolletage on show Oh, there'll be decolletage sure. central. Yeah. Looking forward to it. You better, <laughs> hey, Craig, you better wear a bib. I'm oh, gross. <laughs> 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 Lovely stuff. Finally, Patty and Budrum, non-traditional body part that you find sexy. What is it? It's got to be the actual eyes, like not the or outsider, anything like that. If there is something different about the colour of their eyes, they're pale grey, bright green, other than the browns and blues, that kind of rubbish. Yeah. Something completely different. And the worst thing is, is that when you see that, and it blows my mind, I can't take my eyes off it. So uh. I'm sitting there staring eyeball to eyeball with somebody at the plaza, and they're like, what the hell is that dude doing? <laughs> Again, just drooling. Patrick, um, I used to date a girl who had one green eye, one blue eye. Is that the sort of thing that floats the boat, or is it that you need consistency? I think I need consistency. I think that would just weird me the hell out. Patrick would know where to look. He'd be like, ah, you know. Patrick, do you have a partner at the moment? I've been married for 19 years. Aww. Congratulations. And does your partner have beautiful eyes? You know, she's got slightly... She, when we started out, she had the very was... weird eyes. And one of her girlfriends even said to me, oh, you don't really love eyes. Sam, close your eyes. And, t- and Pat, what colour are they? I said, they're not even brown or green. They're a weird mix between the two. And I was spot on. But, um, yeah, so and then, absolutely. And now yeah, you're living in the shed. Mm. So, um, and, <laughs> no, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> well, Patrick, I, I did know back then. Yeah. I, I don't want to get you all hot under the colour, but my oh, eyes are grey. Don't, don't, yeah, They're don't. not quite blue, oh. but they're yeah. grey. Oh I, oh, I know, I know. Oh, oh God. God. Seriously, oh do you reckon Patrick just walks around the, the plaza and when people are wearing sunglasses, he's like, take it take off. Him off. Take, take it off. off. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. In case the kids have a combi that can deliver food and bedding to those who need it most. The problem? The combi isn't roadworthy. And we want to raise money to fix it. Four weeks for four wheels. Only on 91.9 CFM. Pretty yep. much sums it up there, doesn't it? There you it? go. We, we can go. We don't need you, Paul Morton. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. For those who don't know you, Paul Morton, and don't yep. know Inclusive Kids, you can you give us a little, a little summary of what your organisation's all about? Absolutely. So Inclusive Kids is a, is a division of IFYS, so Integrated mm-hmm. Family News Service. Who, yep. uh, IFYS has been here for 43 years on the Sunshine Coast. Yes. Statewide agency. But I guess our, our real heart and our real work still remains in that homelessness space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with last week we launched, uh, you know, a 21-bed facility in Nambour, which was an old church that we'd renovated with mm. you guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shifting mulch. And oh, she, did, she did two shovels, right? let's be honest. A lot of wheelbarrows yep. worth of mulch yep. that sure day, And now sure we, we turn our attention. We turn our attention to something big <laughs> as well. well so, which is really simple, and, and yeah. it's dollar in, dollar out. And what that means is Inclusive Kids is not an organisation that takes exorbitant fees off the top 
top or, you know, run on a smell of an oily rag and we need your help really to get things off the ground. And that's a good point. I mean, every cent that goes into the fund goes out mm -hmm. uh, in small grants uh, to community and to include young people in community life. And that's really what it's about. So here's where we're at. We've got a legit Volkswagen Combi. This thing is old school. It's awesome. It just needs a surfboard stuck to the top of it and we can go on holidays. Problem is... Bit of rust cut out of it. Too, yeah, she's, she's, she's seen better days, yep. Cheney. Yeah, once this, once this thing's up and running, the idea, of course, to restore it, etc., in a nutshell, what's it going to be used for? So it's about delivering a food, delivering a service. So at the yeah. end of the day, look, we had this combi and it's not like we've gone out and purchased it. We've no. used it as a promo vehicle for many years. It fell into disrepair. It's rooted. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty is. much. And I guess um, one of the things we thought is let's bring it back. Put a coffee machine in, yep. put microwaves, etc. We can deliver service. But it's also about delivering food to people in terms of food runs. So mm -hmm. as you guys would be well aware, you've spent time in our community kitchen, mm -hmm. 10,000 meals a month uh, has been produced out of our community kitchen and that's that's a small fraction of what we could be producing if we had more resources of course. I always um, found Chaney when we're talking about inclusive kids and we're talking about um, the broader issues around homelessness, abuse, all that sort of stuff which is all part of it. We tend to have this image in our mind that it's not us and it's not anyone we know mm. but what's becoming more and more evident particularly the rising cost of living and inflation and of course the winter months where heating bills go through the roof all that sort of stuff is that the people we're talking about could be your next-door neighbour. Mm -hmm. um, these are children that should be going to school because that's what every kid deserves. It should be going to sports because that's what every kid deserves. Should be going to art classes, all those sorts of things. Can't do it without the food. And to get the food there, this combi's got to be up and running. 100%. Have you noticed, Paul, in yep. recent times with the cost of living going through the roof, yep. have you noticed um, a stronger demand for your services? You know, Elle, the, the issue is there are people seeking services now that have never sought yeah. services ever. And I guess that's a really sad indictment on our society at the moment. Not, yeah. not by us, but the reality is just the change. You know, mm -hmm. we've never experienced some of this for, for decades, what we're going through right now. Yeah. Right. Demand for service, food. You know, you talk to teachers and they talk about they have breakfast programs. So you can get kids into breakfast programs, mm. but they've got to get all the way to three o'clock in the afternoon. Or we've got families who, yeah. you know, kids go home at night and they've got nothing. Not and they're stretching two and three days before they get a meal. Stuff so. we all take for granted. Well, it's yeah. going to take us between 30 and 40 grand at last count to get this thing up and running, which is really cheap when you consider the cost of uh, what a new fit out vehicle would be. Mm -hmm. Let's get this combi back on the road. Head to 919. 9cfm.com.au Click on four weeks for four wheels See how you can get involved And if you've been listening to CFM long enough yep. You know that we put our body on the line We will get that money And you also know What have I? I've shaved my head I've waxed my butt I've gone purple I've gone pink yep. I reckon there's something massive To get this over the line For sunny coasters in need I'm going to put the body well and truly on the line this time around. <laughs> Paul Morton from Inclusive Kids, thank you for coming in as Thanks, always. Guys. It's always lovely to see you and thank you, Sunshine Coast, for your support. Oh, and if you do want to donate, head to our website now. There is a link uh, to the Inclusive Kids website where you can donate. Ellie and Beck. 91.9 CFM.